Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. TFG Interviews is an IBM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Simplified, a show that explains intense topic from around the world and simplifies it for you so that you can up your cooler in front of your friends. You're listening to TFG Interviews. Hello everyone and I'm back again with another interview a podcast episode because yes uh, if you must have heard our previous uh, interview shows uh, you must have heard that I was in Hyderabad last week and I got a privilege to talk to a lot of players and uh, some of them include uh, Pranav Sikhi uh, Shlok and Ram uh, Shlok and Arjun Arun and his wife Arundhati and finally I ended my uh, Hyderabad trip with a bang because I got to speak uh, once again uh, to Achyut Pranoy and uh, we Pranoy and I spoke uh, about you no know, 2 years back I, that was my first badminton interview uh from HS Pranoy but here I got it on 2 years after 2 years he has he had so many stories to talk about because uh, he's right now the only Indian guy to beat the big four uh men singles players that are there in world badminton starting from Taufik Hidayat to Lindan uh to Lee Chong Wei and uh, Chen Long in the recent in this year so we talk about that definitely and he talks extensively about he describes about every game that he had with them and how it, it's a proud moment for him he also talks about his disappointment of not being part of the world badminton championship uh but he also says he has another story to that as well where he says that uh, the tournaments that were leading up to the qualification for this big event uh it was his choice for not playing at some or playing for choosing him uh because he wanted a great fitness and some good game time so all of this and he also says what he's looking forward to that is the Japan and Korea super series that's coming up next month so he's training hard for that and resting well uh so let's hear him out and yeah let's get let's get on with the conversation so pranoy i think the last time we met and it was also our first meeting uh we spoke on in the same year uh, to be precise it was in 2015 that we met and december uh in the same year you defeated lindan and you spoke about how ecstatic you were and it was a very special moment now two years later you've defeated the other two big wigs as well uh lindan and lee chongwei So now you also hold a record of beating the four big names in men's singles badminton uh, starting with Taufik Hidayat and then defeated in 2013. So how do you see now how do you describe these each big matches that you had and the result that favored you? Well I think uh, uh, luckily there is having a two year gap for each big wins I feel. The ones happened in 2013 with Taufik and then 2015 with Lindan and then Uh, I think the best was uh, probably the Chenlong. I would say because uh, because I would always I always felt that he's one of the toughest guys to beat in the circuit. And I just felt uh, uh, probably after beating Li Changwei in the pre-quarters, then it was really <laughs> tough for me physically also to come uh, to be much better on the quarterfinal day. So I think uh, I was really happy with the way uh, I played on those both days and. Uh, I think I'm really happy with the record which I'm holding now. I think the only intent to um, beat all the four of them, and, uh, and uh, I think uh, uh, probably probably in the coming days uh, we all make it a habit of beating them pretty regularly. Now, at Indonesia, you at Indonesia is where you defeated both the big ones like Chen Long and Li Chongwei. Do you also think that somehow, somewhere uh, down the line, you also paved the path for 
Srikanth and made it a little bit easy for him. Not easy, but just uh, it's like a friend going ahead and beating, battling the big ones and saying, okay, now here's your chance probably. Well, yeah, I mean, um, if you, if you see the draws, it was something like, uh, you could say something like that, saying that I paid the fuck uh, for him, but I think he played really well uh, um, the whole two weeks. And, he also went on to beat Chennai in the next tournament, so and that was the conditions were a little bit more uh, favorable to Chennai in Australia and considered to Indonesia. So I think uh, that's not a, a big way of saying that. But I think uh, I had a big chance of playing a big finals, but uh, I don't really regret because I, I think I, I think I did everything right on the semi-final day, but uh, probably I didn't really have the luck to get through that semi-finals. Uh, but I think uh, uh, probably saying with the draw, uh, yeah, Richomi and Chenlong was there in my draw and uh, probably if either, if either of them would have come to the finals, I think Srikanth would have had a little bit more tougher finals because uh, I think uh, he had very tough semi-final against Sean Vano and physically, physically it's stolen to get back from a semi-final win and then play against a big player in the finals also. So I think I'm really happy that uh, uh, I could be uh, I could be a part of it and uh, uh, I think in the coming days we can see many of these kind of draws coming over here and there because we have almost 6-7 to seven members in the top 20, top 35 right now and uh, in the Super Series even uh, we almost have 6 of them in the main roster. So uh, we will see guys um, guys playing each other in the first rounds or in the initial rounds itself so, and probably beating the big players in the initial rounds and then then probably giving giving your friends another chance to play the semi-final. So I think that's going to be much more uh, in the coming days. You can see much more of these kind of roles. I think played by everyone in the Canada. Hmm. Now coming to your current form, uh, current performance. Uh, you came back at Canada. You played in Canada, then USA, and then New Zealand. <coughs> but something went wrong in Canada and in New Zealand. But somewhere in the between, where US was something that was never won by an Indian, and you went on to be take the title and play against another compatriot. So, what do you think went wrong in New Zealand and Canada that went right in USA? Well, uh, Canada was really an off tournament. Um, uh, the conditions were not really likeable. The, the atmosphere was not really likeable. The, they had all white chairs and uh, couldn't really spot the shuttle correctly. And that was a very tough time for both me and Kashyap basically. We couldn't really sight the shuttle. And that was an initial problem and plus I had a small a small injury when, when I went over there and uh, we hardly had any physios over there and we didn't have any physios traveling with us in US and Canada. So that made it a little bit more tough for me and uh, I think Canada was a pretty pretty off tournament and I just didn't uh, didn't let, uh, let it suck and uh, uh, I was just pretty confident that GP Gold is going to be much much better and even I told Kashyap after you lost in Canada, he was saying, what is happening? So I said, just still, uh, GB Gold is bigger event. We play better in GB Gold. So, that was we were talking. So. And I think in GB, uh, I think in US first couple of uh, matches, I was uh, pretty uh, pretty shaky and I was not really moving well like, because of the injury. But I think a couple of uh, physios over there helped me out and uh, I was much better from the quarterfinals day and uh, could, uh, could play... Uh, to play pain-free from the quarterfinals day and like the conditions were much 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 better in US and I think the Karina was uh, was was like perfect for 
uh, badminton player so uh, and i think uh, once i got into that group once i went on to win that big quarter final match against that japanese uh, i think i knew i was going to win this because uh, for me there are a couple of matches in a certain tournament which which turns around and uh, if i manage to win those then i get that confidence that i'm into that so especially in uh, new zealand also i would say everything i uh, did right uh, but uh, probably just missed out very narrowly on 30 and 2021 but i think if i had won that match then probably could have ended up winning the new zealand open but i think some days it just goes the other way should not really think about it and get upset uh, but i think you need to really uh, analyze the game which 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 you had played that day and uh, probably it can come again to you those kind of players those kind of circumstances those kind of shuttles once again so that is the only thing we need to be careful about we need to understand what went wrong on that particular day and uh, should not really suck into saying we lost that narrow match so i think i'm pretty happy with the way all three tournaments went and basically wise also it was really tiring traveling an entire globe and then training and then tournaments but i think i was pretty happy with the way i managed everything and uh winning win like winning a gp gold event was really really uh, important for me because the last one was 2016 march and i had a long gap of not winning a tournament so that gave me a lot of confidence now when you prepare for a final match you have certain set of preparations how you go about it mentally and physically but when you know on the other side of the court is your friend who you've been training with and we've seen a, lo- a lot of matches a lot of finals this year especially between the men singles where we've seen you know two indians play uh so how how different do you prepare or how how is it is the same thing and how is he active towards that same okay it's a guy who might know really well who's playing in the finals well it's it's it's, it's tough in a certain way uh, the preparations you know uh, you know what's going to come from the other side and uh, and sometimes you doesn't uh sometimes you come across things which you don't expect at times whenever you're playing in this whenever you're playing in really close friends they might have that uh, suspense package for you so i think i have the suspense package every time when i would play against these guys and probably i lose with them in training every time i play i think with kashyap with srikant with samir i think the win percentage in my in my practice sessions are very very less probably take it 10% to 90% but i think i have that surplus package to surprise them in tournaments and uh, and, uh, and probably probably that is what which i prepared before the matches thinking what i need to do differently uh than the normal usual practice and uh, i know what's going to come from their side and i know that this not going to be much different from their side and they are going to do the same thing which they are going to do in the practice in which they beat me pretty convincingly so i think uh, uh, these are like a couple of things which you really think about it when you know a certain kind of a player and they also know you pretty well in and off court uh, and other than that uh, i think there is no much much better preparations you just go out there and uh, some days it might work out sometimes you think you can do something out of the box and surprise them that sometimes works but sometimes it doesn't so you need to accept the fact that every player is like brilliant 
like they are also expecting you to do something different every time so uh, i think uh, since since last six months you can see so many indians playing against yeah. each other and probably say quarter finals or semi finals or finals so i think uh, the intent would be a little bit less because uh, everyone wants to win but uh, there is a there, there's a borderline where you know it's a you are a friend but you still uh, you still can't go in like a full fledged where you play uh, fully like an another opponent probably you play someone else from another country but it's probably some malaysian or thailand guy you you just have that fire power to go in but at times when you play your friends it's tough to show that or because that makes ill feeling probably obviously it's a makes ill feeling but i think when when it's on court it's all it's all fair uh, everyone wants to win everyone wants to uh, get that limelight so uh, but i think uh, it's 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 a it's a very good fact that in the men's singles circuit right now everyone has their understanding saying it's an on court issue and it's, it's done with an on court issue and off court is completely different so i think when we finished our match in us also we had discussed we discussed how we played how the match went and how how he could have played better so all these things makes it really really easy for us and uh, i think that's why we are able to produce such results so uh, coming to your, the better part because at the moment you we are back in the top 15 rankings uh, so how does that feel and what are you what are you looking forward to Well, I think uh, I messed up a couple of rounds. Probably New Zealand one more round, and then Indonesia one more round could have made it a little bit more easy for me to be in that somewhere near around eleven, twelve. But it's past, it's past. So pretty happy with the way. Not about ranking. Pretty happy with the way I played in the last three, four tournaments. Uh, probably the losses also. Whatever match I lost, also I felt. Uh, I think. Uh, There is a lot of improvements from my side, and uh, that improvements have improvements have shown up in the match, and uh, a couple of narrow things which I which which I which I wish I could have tried on the court. Uh, I think other than that, I I just felt uh, I was playing much much better than last three or four months. And, uh, I think ranking wise, yeah, top fifteen is a, a good one, but right now it's not good enough, I guess. We need to be in the top ten in the world continuously, consistently, and uh, with the amount of competition right now, we don't have time to breathe. You, you just need to train hard, train hard, and you need to perform consistently well to be in the top twenty or top twenty-five. And we have we have four guys in the top twenty, so you can imagine how much tough is the competition for each and on like for each tournament and for uh, for getting selected for each tournament. It's it's very tough. So. I'm just really glad that uh, almost four of us are in the top 20, and then probably by next year and uh, probably 2018 or 2019, we'll have this top four in the top 10. So. Now, I know you you, all, you already expressed about this that it's a disappointing uh, moment for you not being part of the WC uh, team. But what do you think? You know, uh, lagged or what, what happened there? No, I think uh, that was my decision to uh, uh, drop out of a couple of tournaments during the World Championship qualification. Um, I very well knew that the qualification was on, and uh, I had pretty good chances of qualifying. If I probably had one one round in 
Mauricio Singh would have been qualified. So, uh, but I just felt at that point of time, I just felt I was not really, really good to play a tournament. And uh, I'm a guy who listens to such kind of things. So, I just felt I was not really ready to play a tournament and there was no use of running behind World Championship points and uh, trying to score a World Championship entry where, where you feel you are not really good enough to participate. So, that was my decision totally and uh, probably Gopisar didn't tell anything to me. Uh, probably in Sister um, when I got injured, I just felt I was not really uh, getting back into the shape and India Open was probably a disaster for me. And, uh, from there, I just felt I needed a break and then, so I just totally think this World Championship, I didn't really want to, uh, it was totally my decision to call a quit for a couple of tournaments and then probably come back and train and from there on, I think I was physically much better to play on court and that gave me a lot of satisfaction. So, uh, I think that's all uh, part of this, you take some decisions, it's up to you, so sometimes you don't, probably if I had played on those thoughts two tournaments and probably got injured more more injured than I would have blamed myself so I think uh, I think it's always good that uh, I took a decision like that and uh, like probably got to play US and New Zealand and uh, Canada instead of uh, World Championship so I think I, I got probably 13, 12 to 13 more matches than I could have actually played in a World Championship so that, I, I think at this point of time I really needed to play so many matches so this doesn't mean about the rankings or the World Championship thing and I know the World Championship is a big glamour tournament but I think right now I, I needed so many matches in my uh, pocket so that I can analyze what, what's going really uh, good or what's actually not really working out so I think that mm. I would probably look into the World Championship aspect something like that. Now, what are you looking forward to, the, especially the Japan and Korea, right? So, how are the preparations going on? You kept mentioning about your fitness and injuries. So, how is that currently? It's all okay. And, uh, I think uh, uh, right now much experience to know how to go with the training and to know where you need to push harder and to know where you need to take it light. So, uh, I think as of now, I'm just happy to be playing without injuries uh, results will come and then when you're fit and when you feel the body is good the results will come automatically so I'm, I'm pretty sure about that though. so I think the only thing uh, I think for the next one is Japan and Korea the next one we we'll probably have 15 to 20 days of training there and the next 2-3 weeks uh, not really trying to go try to push harder on the training actually but uh, need to uh, do so many different things which I'm not really able to do on court so uh, that would be the main aim in the next couple of weeks and as obviously the, the fitness aspect I think with the current training schedule the fitness aspect uh, would be better because because of the uh, longer uh, longer time of training hours for us so I think in that physical aspect would obviously take care of itself so I just need to think of the on-court strategies and on-court uh, uh, issues which I'm facing and probably work on it for the next couple of weeks. So now you've mentioned about your set aim for the two tournaments I'm looking at, but if I had to ask you the rest of the season, have you kept any aim that no, I'm looking no, at? As I told you, the only aim is to play. My body is such kind of a body where uh, I'm not able to really uh, push through certain aspects and... Uh, I know if I try to push, then probably I will be able to play a little bit more better. But 
is always a injury concern running when i and i push my body to a certain extent so 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 the basic motive is to play tournaments and to have a certain uh, certain amount of fitness i think especially before indonesia i was feeling really really good about my fitness aspect and i think something around that range would be really good for me to play tournaments and, and i think if i am if i'm fit enough then i think i'm able to travel everyone in the world circuit right now so i think the only thing is to be injury free and uh right now is to think about the probably to prolong your career as much as possible and don't get injury by doing stupid stuff where you know it's it, it, it might give you one 1% of uh, uh result but probably you are uh, risking your injury into a much more different level so this will need to be a little more smarter right now in the next uh, whatever because there are so many tournaments coming up so uh from from september we have almost all the super series on the line so i uh, just need to um, have that fitness aspect uh, on one side and then probably think about the injury so, so. now what do you since the wbc is coming up so soon and uh, we have a lot of indian participation there so if i had to ask you who do you see how do you see the indian chances uh, at this world championships well, i think we have got very big contention this time uh, because uh, and i think the draws also been uh, very good to the indian this time i feel so i think in the men section i just feel sai and samir will have uh, probably samir will have a little bit more tougher draw and uh, sai is also having a pretty pretty decent draw no not really bad i think to to avoid chenongs and uh, the chongwei in the draw is the first option i think uh, all four of them have uh, have done that so i think uh, i think shrikant is playing really well uh, in the last uh, two three months and i think he has, he has got a really good chance to get that medal and i think that draws also looking pretty good for him so i think shrikant is a uh, big uh, uh, has got a big chance for that uh, that that medal world championship and i think uh, since when china also has got pretty good draws and i think uh, without thais doing the draw looks very wide open so and uh, i think they are obviously they are medal contenders because they always done that they always had world championship medal and i think if you come in the doubles aspect it's going to be a little bit more tough uh, probably the only chance i might put on is pranav and sikhi and uh, they have pretty decent draw i think not really tough but i think they have open which they can which they can beat or they can probably trap it so i think uh, other than that probably you'll have out of the box someone performing like chirag and satvik or almost with them then probably ashwini and sikhi i think that would be a bonus for us hmm. now how, now you've taken so many names and there are still so many names there you know in, at this at the moment in the indian badminton so how do you see it blooming as a player in your career sunke I don't have. I mean, there is competition at the high level. There is competition among, you know, among us, among myself, you know, me and me and my compatriots. So, how do you look at that? Well, I would say obviously badminton is booming, but I would say there are there are a lot of players in the second string which are equally good. We don't really understand how how like how good they are because they probably they they are the standard of playing. the same level of what we are playing on but the problem is only the top players get whatever they want or uh, 
or when you come to the top playing position, then only you get something. So in a country, it's obviously a problem because uh, uh, nobody recognizes what or nobody understand what needs to be done for the second string or the third string. So that probably after a couple of years, you can see them coming up like this patch, and and everyone focuses on the only the elite group. Um, and I think elite group can. Anyways, they will get on the results because they have. Anyways, they have a lot of support. You don't need. You, you don't need crores and crores of rupees on, on the elite, on the elite group. But you need to probably spend at least ten percent or fifteen percent of the money to at least the second string and the third string and probably uh, make a make a structure saying we need to do this. We need to. Uh, we need to send these players to these many tournaments and probably have a structure in place and then. And then see how the results goes off, and uh, and then probably have a plan for the next four years or five years, and see how how things are shaping up, and then you can then you will have uh, out of twenty or twenty five players, you will get two or three big, like very good players who can get medals for country. But I think that system is not in place, and everyone is really really focusing only on the elite group and uh, only on two or three people who are getting the results. So that would. Like that is equally good because you are you are getting results right now. But but I think the four or five years down the line, when these guys have gone, then there should be someone who is coming up to that place and living up to that expectation. But for that, you need to nurture it right now. And if you see Chinese or Japanese, every every tournament they have teams being sent, and every every tournament you see new new players coming up you don't even see them in any other tournaments and they come up and they and they win the tournament so yeah. so they have that they have that structure of sending each players for each tournaments and they could then they gradually come to the gp gold then they come to the super series and that's how they get into the world again but here the problem is you need to perform you need to perform with, without any help to come into the top elite level then if you come into the elite level then you are being funded for everything but the thing is you need to perform that first initial and that takes a lot of a lot of strain and a lot of money and you need to spend a lot of money from your pocket but people doesn't really believe in that and mm. most of them quit or most of them leave but you never know you're missing out on so many world champions or so many olympic medalists in that in that lot That's because of the proper structuring is not there. So, in those structuring, uh, do you also include the visa issue that <coughs> the visa issue that players face? And you were one of the recent victims. Yeah, but I, I think with our country, everything is a messed up thing. So I can't really blame on each and everything. I think I'm just happy with the way things are right now. It's it's much much better than the last five years, I would say. But there is always a scope to uh, be better and. We see a visa thing. That's that's one of the easiest things they could do. But uh, but our government is not really interested in doing that, or not really concerned about doing that. So you can't really help, or you can't really whine about it too much. And, uh, so if they do, it's 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 equally good for all the athletes who is playing for our country. And, and uh, probably I think one of my friends in Germany was saying that uh, she has two passports. And, If she's traveling for one passport, she can probably submit other passports. So mm. they have all this kind of structure, and uh, so it so it makes them much much easier for them to travel around. So all these things obviously eventually gets up to your performance on court, and uh, because they're not really tense about all the things outside visas, hotels, 
when the flight ticket so all these things are sorted out in a very early aspect but uh, for us it's sorted out but it all comes in the last in closing thoughts what do what can fans expect from hs pranay mm. like coming i don't know uh, i think uh, last 3 4 months have been really good uh, especially from 28 29 to come to 15 the last three months i think I did a pretty good job, and especially in the, uh, Indonesia, to have uh, such a good run, and uh, there has been a lot of uh, uh, messages and acknowledgements after Indonesia, and uh, it's been and it's been great. And probably in the next couple of months, I think it's high time that I win a Super Series. And uh, had a good chance in Indonesia, but I think there have been a lot of tournaments also in the next couple of uh, three or four months. Uh, so i think there is always a chance of winning a super series i think if i'm if i'm fit and if i'm uh, if i'm playing at my best i think that that might come soon so. that is just pranay for you guys uh hope you enjoyed the show and uh, you can also read about all the world badminton championship uh, previews and all the stories all this interview on our website thefangrass.com and also on our youtube uh on tfg podcast now today uh, our team leaves the indian badminton team leaves for uh, the world badminton championship uh, they are on their way and 21st is the starting so do follow tfg badminton twitter handle for all the updates also a very happy birthday to sikki reddy uh, she celebrates her birthday she is uh, the highest ranked uh, in women's doubles and mixed doubles and one of the medal prospects for us uh, so let's hope they all do uh, well at the world badminton championship and hope you enjoyed the show if you did please like share subscribe to our youtube channel leave your comments below let us know what you think about it and uh, follow the tfg badminton as i said have a great day folks come back to us enjoy your weekend cheers excuse me bhaiya Excuse me. बोलिए मैडम मेन्यू में क्या है मेन्यू में सीन अनसीन है पॉडकास्ट है ऑन कोर्स है साइरस है मेर इन इंडिया रीडिस्कवरी प्रोजेक्ट एम्पावरिंग सीरीज सेक्स वेक्स है आईवीएम लाइक्स है सिंप्लीफाइड है कीपिंग इट क्वेयर है टिंग्स एंड डेस्टिनेशन है माई नेबर सकरबर्ग है और द फैन कराज है आपको क्या चाहिए एक बार रिपीट कर देंगे क्या रिपीट रिपीट नहीं करता हम आप जाओ आई वी एम पॉडकास्ट डॉट कॉम पे और सुनो ये सब या फिर डाउनलोड करो उनका ऐप सब आपकी उंगलियों पर